working with money as energy. So the energetic component of money, I think it has become much more prominent in the uh, later uh, years, in maybe the last decade or so, in that most of our transactions are now happening online or virtually. So many people don't even carry cash anymore. They just pay everywhere with card without really thinking what it means in terms of, you know, understanding how money works. It is becoming more and more aligned with its energetic um, component, with its uh, energetic root. Because ultimately, of course, as we know, everything is energy. And again, this understanding, this capacity to understand energy, to see that ultimately our universe is energy rather than, you know, matter, spirit, thoughts, feelings, but all of it is energy just vibrating at different frequencies. And we have the advancements of quantum physics um, in relation to this. But the fact that this understanding, it has come up to the surface for many, it is a reflection also of the evolution of humanity, of the reality that we are entering and that the, we are becoming more and more aligned with the higher vibrational states where everything is indeed energy. So we are going upwards and getting more and more understanding that it's not separate, um, you know, rock and air and feelings and body and thoughts, but that this is all interconnected because it is energy that vibrates at different frequency and you give energy and you take energy. So a lot in our reality um, is reflecting that energetic um, energetic reality, that higher reality that is not visible to the eye, but that is the actual nature of, of existence. And the fact that we're becoming more aware of it is a reflection of our, you know, going up in vibration and of the new reality that we are entering. Uh, money is just one aspect of it. Ultimately, energy is energy. You cannot separate the energy of money from, for example, the energy of love or the energy of fear, the energy of hate, uh, the energy of constriction, the energy of opening up. We do this for uh, our own understanding. So when I work with money energy, for example, I recognize it's an artificial extraction. So you kind of extract the energy of money to focus on it specifically for the mind to be able to translate. But of course, it is tied in to everything else that is, happens, uh, that is happening in, uh, in an individual's life or in, in uh, social life. And uh, what is happening with money as well because it is such an important component of human reality. So all of the monetary transactions, all of the property, all of the uh, you know things that we own, um, they do belong to a kind of energetic register where 
everything related to money, finances, ownership and property is stored. So it's like, think of it as um, consciousness of its own. Um, for example, if you were to talk about Christianity, let's say a religious consciousness, and you would have a storage of everything pertaining to Christianity. So it's like a mini library that has a title. The room in that library has title Christianity. So you go into that room and you find everything connected with Christianity and related to Christianity, including the rules by which you play if you are a Christian and if not, you get punished. Right. And if that is your reality, this is how the universe um, works with you. And we have the same room, the same energetic room that says money. And when you go in there, it has its own feel. It has its own structure and it has its own rules by which you play, but also the information of how the flow of money is distributed and redistributed in the world. So this room uh, to explain it in this in this way, this room is getting cleaned up and restructured at the moment. So there is a lot of changes happening money-wise in the society. I think we're seeing that as well on global as well as individual uh, levels. So uh, some shake-up is normal. But these energies are, of course, not separate from everything else. So working with money as energy, it uh, it has this component of, you know, everything is tied into everything else. We can separate, we can extract the energy of money and focus on that specifically. I actually started doing it in my uh, financial abundance sessions, uh, which is a very exciting way to work because uh, I focus on uh, the energy of money of a particular client and uh, see what can be moved, where the blocks are, what is obstructing the flow. Uh, there can be really anything from blocks at the lower chakras, such as fear, uh, clinging, grasping, fear of survival, uh, up to the highest chakras, such as uh, curses, for example, or um, engaging with many different modalities um, of, let's say, many systems, uh, worldviews, which start contradicting each other. Um, and then, of course, their personal crises, which usually create their own blocks to receiving. And so when we focus on money, we go in that field specifically. So it's really like selecting a room um, in a bigger energetic library and going into that room, you just extract only the energy pertaining to money and finances. So if we were to do that, one of the most important aspects is um, recognizing that um, the flow, money energy is the energy that is flowing and it's flowing kind of slowly and sticky. It's not a river that is gushing forth, but it's more like um, honey. You know, if you were to lift a jar of honey and start pouring honey out, that would be the consistency of that energy. So it's slow and sticky and it attracts everything to it. You know, the little 
particles of dust would be stuck in it and it's golden and it flows and it sticks so that that would be that consistency of this energy uh, if we were to dissect it and really look into it and that's also the way we are encouraged to work with it to kind of allowing it to flow so what obstructs the flow of finances in our lives primarily well, we can say that it is when we have not learned to dance with this energy sufficiently, right? Or when there are blocks, when there are energetic structures that stand in its way. So it is somewhere, but it's not, it's not coming our way. And um, it's not necessarily, it's a, not necessarily something that we have done wrong. There can be lessons, for example, learning not to get attached uh, to uh, things including income and stability so we can get major shake-ups in life because uh, the lesson would be to go somewhere else uh, to get uh, attached to other things you know and then to not get attached to anything at all and in fact major shake-ups are uh, the root the beginning and often this you know the start of the process of spiritual awakening they go hand in hand because we are encouraged to look beyond our comfort zone and sometimes we are so stagnant and so safe and secure in what we have what we have planned for ourselves what we are going to get that we start really putting our anchor into it and we think that's all there is to life and that's when our higher self comes in um, the, what's when the universe comes in and says no there are more places to go you have to go up enough enough perpetuating the same cycle and this is happening now especially in that we are going up in vibration so many old patterns and structures need to clear before we go but before we go up but um the most, I think, interesting components of working with money energy is, um, um, and I spoke about it before as well, is about assigning value and it's about constricting energy. Uh, it's about constriction and fear. Um, so let me give you an example. So for example, you have um, um, a big purchase that you made. Uh, something big uh, that you could afford uh, and maybe you even waited for it for for a while or maybe it was an impulse uh, thing or you know something out of necessity uh, but you bought it and then often what happens is we get terrified like oh my gosh could I really afford that what what have I done what have I done? I spent so much money. And what happens after that, you may notice, is that somehow the flow stops or becomes very, very thin. It's as if it thins out and it just starts trickling for a while. And it can be quite a long time after that purchase that you recover to the way it used to be. It's as if you get this overflow, you put in the purchase, but then you get scared, terrified, 
<laughs> what have I just done? Where have I spent the money? And that stops this flow. So this state, um, and that is actually the most, you know, the most clear example of how this energy works, because it is very um, sensitive and it is very well connected to our, you know, our inner world, our inner emotions. So whenever there is constriction somewhere, or whenever this constriction gets activated, and we're like, I couldn't really afford that. Ow, I'm now going to have to save for the next three months. And that's exactly what happens. So for the next three months, there is no extra income. Everything goes to the bare minimum because there was this terrified block of of the flow of energy. So in order for it to flow more freely, um, we can actually check ourselves every time we we pay every time we spend more than we intended to. Now, I'm not saying to waste money, but even say every time you give uh, more to a waiter than you intended to, every time you uh, tip uh, more than you originally planned to, it's good to go into the energy of gratitude. Check yourself and become grateful and say, wow, thank you. Thank you, whoever it is you talk to. Thank you, God. Thank you, my heart. Thank you, universe. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the abundance of money that I have in order to to be able to tip someone else, in order to be able to buy this thing. Thank you so much for the abundance that I have in my life. And feeling how this constriction releases. Uh, but that is that's what happens often, especially in in like very big uh, purchases when you buy um, a house or an apartment, for example. Uh, I'm not saying it happens always, uh, but that's what kind of there is. Suddenly, there is a stop in the flow, and it can take years even for the flow to go back up because there was something major that happens and it kind of registers that all of your energy is taken up. All of the financial space that you have available is taken up, so nothing else comes in or goes out. So it's this energy is incredibly sensitive to those fluctuations and especially like putting the gates on it. So giving and giving joyfully is actually very important to having the money flow. And I'm not talking about compulsive spending or just, you know, saying, ah, I don't care about money, I give it to everyone and uh, whatever, I'll take from someone when it comes. Um, there is an attitude of responsibility, of course, related to it. And usually compulsive spending, for example, is associated with um, emptiness, right? It's the same addiction as somebody's addiction to food or alcohol. Um, it's about feeling empty inside. So I have to fill up this void with the energy of stuff that I have, with the energy of possessions. And possessions, they would go into the same category as the energy of money. Um, they would be registered in our field, right, as something that we own. So from the energetic level, it's understandable if we feel empty, if we feel unfulfilled, we are trying to, you know, 
put these things within ourselves. But the problem is we don't feel this energy as fulfilling. So we just need to buy more because the the core issue is a block, actually, that doesn't let us feel fulfilled, right? That feeling of not being full. Maybe we feel lonely. Maybe, you know, we are what we actually want is love and uh, companionship. But instead, we just keep buying things to somehow compensate for it. Um, so rather than addressing uh, the deeper issue of, you know, seeking love and companionship and not finding it, not being satisfied with it, uh, maybe even rejecting it for fear of maybe being dominated, for example, uh, then we go for the easier option of just acquiring possessions, of making money easily, for example. That happens to a lot of people as well, especially women, for example, that uh, can go into business or making money and uh, go into this more yang frequency but be very unhappy in personal relationships. And uh, maybe some would start... Uh, just buying stuff, <laughs> you know, filling the the house with, uh, with expensive stuff or with useful stuff or whatever it is to compensate for this. And this is all part of our reality. We all have aspects of it in ourselves. Now I'm talking here in general just to give a feel and understanding of how to work with money as energy and the issues, the processes that happen. Um, so back to, to then uh, assigning value and constricting the flow. So then one thing is an expensive purchase, let's say, yes, that terrified us. And so we stopped everything up because we were in sheer terror. Like, what have I done now? You know, where did, where did the money go? Now, now that's it. Now I'm going to, to eat only pasta for the next six months. And that, that may very well happen because uh, that terror constricted the flow in and out. So one way of getting out of this constriction is to start giving and not necessarily, you know, giving uh, uh, thousands to charity, uh, but think of assigning a value. Um, let's say uh, you have a neighbor who doesn't have much and she could use help with groceries, for example, or you just uh, show up unannounced and bring her, um, I don't know, something that you cooked, or dinner, or bring, uh, bring groceries, uh, or bring her something useful for the house, or you know someone who needs uh, uh, help uh, with something, you know, tangible, something that you can give, or somebody uh, who you know doesn't have uh, money, somebody asks you uh, for help and you give him, let's say, $20, for example, and for that person it would be counted as uh, maybe 200 uh, for you. So in terms of assigning value and helping, um, the energy behind this is that when we uh, get, when we give something, 
the value we assign to it, the actual value we think it is worth, um, this is what is, let's say, written in our money energy, in our financial energy, in that sticky flowing honey that we were talking about, that if we were, you know, to extract a room out of all of the energies around us and put everything pertaining to money into that room, that room would be full of sticky honey flowing in different formations and different patterns. So when we say, um, let's say we make a big purchase, we, make, we made this purchase, we bought an apartment, for example, and we have decided that, you know, what it's worth for us is even more than what we paid for it because it was everything you know we ever worked for and everything we we ever uh, aspired to do so this is everything you know that's like the whole system of my being everything i own is there that is most likely going to stop the financial flow for sure because it will mean that your capacity to carry more energy is is done right you're filled up that that room to the brim now nothing else is allowed to come in the value is enormous you know it's worth everything that i have whereas if if you think yeah it's an apartment you know it's a place to live that's fine and yes it costs uh, uh, a certain amount of but how much it actually costs is not so important. What is important is how much value you assign to it. And that's what is registered in that energy. Because again, and I think it makes sense now with, um, with you know, some of the virtual currencies that we have on the, on the market, um, the same principle operates there to an extent, but it, it is really showing us the energetic component of the money flow what is backing up the currencies and how much do they cost what is it uh, based on how much does perceived value come into play here because now as as a humanity as i said we're going up in frequency and we are becoming more aligned with that energetic reality that our universe is um, the internet, for example, is a reflection of this. It's a uh, tangible reflection of what the Akashic records are. A neutral space of information where you can find everything good and bad. It depends on how you operate with it, how you translate it, how you use it in your practical life. Uh, so more and more things are coming into our physical reality that are reflecting the energetic nature of the real reality of the bigger world you know of the world that was invisible and before that we could even consider a fantasy world right because i can't touch well, i can't touch virtual money i don't want to have anything to do with that but it's a reflection of how the energy flows so think about it co contemplate it you know tune into this this energy and you know feel into how the flow happens in your life so when we assign 
a value to certain element, you know, to a certain possession in our lives. We um, actually control the flow of money, of income. Um, and that is also a trick to attract more money when the flow has suddenly stopped. <laughs> You've filled up your room. How do you empty it? How do you allow for a little more to come in? Of course, one is learning to decrease the value of that apartment, to stick with the example by yourself, for yourself, right? So you are learning to detach from the importance of a possession for you. So just, um, and that, that may take time. You cannot just convince yourself in two seconds that, oh, that apartment is not really worth much to me. If it is worse to you, if it's all you ever worked for, all you ever saved for, all you ever aspired to, then it really is worth the world to you and the flow is going to stop. And these are simple examples again. So, you know, sometimes things can be more complex, but um, it may take time to learn to detach from possessions to learn to detach from the you know the importance the value of the thing but one way of starting the flow again is to give uh, to someone uh, what has smaller value to you and bigger value to them so what needs to happen is that they register it they perceive it as something that is big, that is important. So, for example, to give a, an example with a physical money, you give $20, someone needs to receive it as 100 So you have $80 more on your account. That's the actual thing that needs to happen. How it is played out in the physical can be very different, right? It can be a service that you give that doesn't take much of your energy but for the other person it maybe changed their lives and that's how you open up the flow again it can be um, the physical money that you give to someone who is poor that's why uh, charity is um, even in you know in all spiritual traditions uh, they talk about charity understanding the importance of it because those who regularly give to charity and preferably personable charity where you actually talk to the person you are giving to so that they understand how much they received because it's for you it's not for a charity organization a charity organization won't starve but this is the case where you open in the flow for for your own uh, income so that's one of the ways and that's why in all all spiritual traditions people talked about uh, you know the importance of giving uh, frequently or supporting uh, someone frequently so that that flow doesn't stop because that opens up the gate it um, get, puts us into plus with the universe let's say um, so this um, energy, as I said, it is very interesting. It is really this, you know, sticky substance that is very responsive to our 
impulses, our perceptions, our the value we assign to it. There are, of course, various blocks and various issues that arise that are not dependent on these, you know, simple components, how much value I assigned and, you know, how much charity I gave, how much I received, did I overcharge for my service and now I am in the minus with the universe. That happens very often, uh, as a matter of fact, especially now, uh, you know, the kind of that balance is being evened out. Um, but there are, of course, blocks that are, for example, karmic, when uh, you owed someone or you cheated someone in a past life and now it's time to feel what it's like this this happens um, and now is actually the time when some of our heaviest karma is being cleared out or is coming up to the surface so these karmic paybacks uh, can and will occur. Uh, there are, as I said, also pushes from the universe, uh, the lessons of letting go, of not getting attached. But very often they are actually pushes into something better. It's just we are attached to a particular way of doing things and we think that there is nothing we can do about it anymore. I'm very comfortable sitting here in my little corner making the bare minimum, I'm okay. Don't touch me, don't shake me up. So when the shake-up comes, we get very unhappy and scared. But the truth is that literally just a step ahead, there is something new, something much better. It will just require a little bit more of your gifts and work and a little more determination. Put in some more effort, but it will be so much better that you're never going to look back. So this also happens. And now again is a time when these shake-ups come for many people. Uh, so we need to have wisdom and kind of look from, from different angles, but not getting attached um, is one important lesson, and especially for those on the spiritual path. This issue comes, comes up with attachments, with the cords we have to other people. So I wish you above all, all the best and uh, a lot of coming inflow coming in in your life. Uh, and most importantly, don't get scared. Uh, do not be afraid. The universe is always there to support you. And if you overspend, please do not be afraid as well. <laughs> So many blessings to you and if you want to know more about working with uh, money as energy um, you're welcome to check out my website as well healing-radiance.com where I uh, post there's uh, blog posts and uh, there is this new money sessions which I find quite quite fun as well um, and above all you know just stay in that flow remember that the energy needs to flow it needs it needs to flow it needs to come back and forth it needs to move so do not constrict constrict the flow always you know seek for things that are constricting the flow and uh, how to make it better how to clear them and make more 
uh, more of that sticky substance flow in and out of your life so we can't hold on to energy we can't just consume energy we we have to let it rather flow freely like with every other energy and uh, i wish you many blessings and uh, all the best on your path